You are listening to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. And if you are tuning into this for the very first time, I just want to say welcome and thanks for being here. So today I want to talk about something that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about lots of things. Imagine that. But reimagining what's possible for you, reimagining your business model, reimagining your offers, reimagining whatever you'd like to imagine. If nothing else, by the end of this podcast today, I want you to promise to give yourself permission to reimagine anything that you desire at any time that you feel like it. Because here's the beauty with reimagining. That does not mean that you have to take action. That does not mean that you are giving up on anything. That doesn't mean that you're quitting. That doesn't mean that you're starting over. That doesn't mean that you're backsliding. There are all of these things that we have acquired when it comes to beliefs and thoughts around the idea of reimagining what we've created, especially when it comes to our businesses. But I will bet that every single woman who listens to this podcast has either reimagined her journey and her business or desires to reimagine her journey. And maybe it's more than once. Maybe it's regularly. I don't know. But we share that. We share that collectively together. If everyone was together at a retreat, together in a mastermind, we'd start to tell our stories. We'd start to share our desires about what it actually looks like if we were allowed to reimagine our current reality and what we would actually like to visualize as a possibility for ourselves. And then the conversation would lead to And why haven't you already set that in motion? And what's holding you back? And why can't you also have that? And the empowerment would come through. And so that's what I hope to do with this podcast today is give you a taste of that and a taste of that empowerment to remember that you're in the driver's seat, to remember that you can reimagine and take action, reimagine and not take action, whatever you choose to do. But allowing that to happen is so important and it's so powerful. And you get to do that because you are the CEO of your business. So I want to tell you a little story that really has nothing specifically to do with business strategy, but it's going to tie back to this. So I have always been a person who said that I don't like history. I don't like antiques. That is just something like that. If you know me, you know, I've said that. For example, if we are on a road trip and there's a historical site, I am like, press on the gas faster. I do not want to stop and pull over alongside the road and read about what happened. That has always been me since a little kid. I love nature. I love being outside. I love all the things, but I don't like history. That's what I say. 
that's what I have believed. And then this year, I met an amazing woman who lives in our neighborhood, who is a fellow military spouse, and she was sharing about her business with me one evening when we got to know each other and we're having cocktails outside on this lovely summer night. And I was so intrigued by her business because it was something so very different than I'd ever heard of. And I loved everything she was telling, the story of how the business started and her passion behind it. But I didn't think that I loved what she sold. And so I was just captivated by the story and I wanted to hear it again. And I remember going home that night and telling my husband, wow, that's so interesting. Like, did you hear that? And he's like, I couldn't really hear it because there were several of us. And I kind of tried to paraphrase it. And I'm like, I want to know more. I want to know more about this. And so thankfully, I had the opportunity to speak with her again a few months later. And I heard the story again, but it really captivated me at a deeper level. And, And she told the story about being in Europe because being military and just having this desire to to start a business and falling in love with these antique clocks. She was a collector of antique things. And of course, I'm like, oh, antiques. I don't like antiques. And I really don't like clocks. And so I wasn't interested in that. But as she told the story, I was captivated. And I was like, oh, my goodness, the passion and the love behind this and and how she fell in love with a certain type of Swedish clock called a Mora clock. And the story of how these clocks came to life because of tragedy that struck this small town in Sweden and it just goes on and on. And I can't even do justice to the story, but I was so captivated and and I loved it. And I was just like, oh, I'm so glad I got to hear this again. And then we went home that night and I said to my husband, I really want to see those clocks. And he was like, what? Who am I talking to? Is this the woman I married? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you don't like clocks. And I'm like, I know, but the story and the passion, and I just, I want to know about those clocks. I want to see them because clearly they're, they're something special. Like this woman has built an incredible, this woman has a name, Ella. She's a dear friend now, but she has built this incredible business around these clocks, but it's so much more than the business. It's the story and the passion. And so I asked her kind of like, timidly, to be honest, like, hey, could I see your clocks at some point? Because I was like, I I just want to see the clocks in my own head. Like, I'm never going to buy a clock. I don't even like antiques and I don't like clocks, but I'm, I'm so captivated. And I saw these clocks and I fell in love. And it was like what she had told me the experience would be. Like these clocks had a personality and it was like seeing these women and each clock had a story and it had been passed down through generations. And she had hand selected these clocks out of people's barns that had been storing them for hundreds of years since they had been handcrafted by candlelight in these tiny villages in Sweden. And I was just like, I'm in love with these clocks. And I started asking about the clocks and I started touching the clocks and there was lots of imposter syndrome coming up for me because I'm like, what are you doing, Melissa? Like, are you leading this lady on because you don't like clocks and you don't like old things? And what are you doing? Like, this isn't you. You're not somebody who likes clocks. Why are you even spending time learning about these clocks? But I silenced that and I kept going and I let my desire lead me. And I spent hours with these clocks, hours, you guys, and I went home that evening and I told my husband, I'm like, I'm buying one of those clocks. And he was like, okay, that's great. If that is going to make you happy, I want you to do that and you deserve it and you work really, really hard. And I'm excited. And I think they're gorgeous. And if you love those, I think we should buy one. And 
I started thinking about it and I started researching them and reading more. And then I was like, but I'm not somebody that buys a clock and this isn't even my style. And like the things started creeping back in, but I silenced that and I went back to, there's something about this and I am so captivated by these clocks. And fast forward, I bought a clock and she is gorgeous. And yes, I use a pronoun because I touch this clock no less than four or five times a day. It's in our home and it's close to the stairway where I go up to my office and I'm in such awe. And you guys, no kidding, we brought over, I think, four different clocks into my house to make sure that I was selecting the right clock, but it's still the initial one that I fell in love with and there's so much behind it. And I hope to share this clock with you someday. The reason I'm telling this story is because I had to reimagine my identity and allow for my desires to come through and say, you were a person who didn't love history. You were a person who didn't like antiques and you were a person who didn't like clocks. And just because you're falling in love with a clock does not mean that you're a fraud, does not mean that you suddenly have to be a connoisseur of history, does not suddenly mean that you have to be an antique collector right? And to really just justify, like, I'm not changing who I am. I'm expanding my desires. And what has happened since then is I've realized that I can love old things and incorporate them into my very modern taste. And it can still look exquisite. And it can still be on brand in terms of, you know, who I am and and bringing my desires to, to fruition in terms of how I decorate my house. But that story and that choice to buy a clock and say yes to, I want this thing because I like it, because it feels luxurious to me and I'm captivated by the history and the story, did not make me a fraud, even though that started to come up for me. I reimagined my definition of what I liked and who I was very slightly, but in an empowering way. And what that has done is really made me realize maybe I do like aspects of history. And then I went down a deeper path, and this is going to be a different podcast, but I realized why I'd say that I don't like history. And spoiler alert, it's because I had a really terrible history teacher. And anybody who went to Pacific High School around the period of 1999, you know, 1995, that that year period, you know who I'm talking about. Like you get us together when we come home for the holidays and it, all you'd have to say is remember history. Does anyone like history? And probably most everyone's like, oh my God, I hate history. I'm so bad at it. It's not because any of us hate history. It's not because we're actually bad at it. We did not have a good experience. So there are so many layers to these walls that we put up for ourselves in terms of what we're allowed to feel, what we're allowed to believe, and they're based on past experiences and acquisitions, right? Mindset. I had the mindset that I don't like history, I don't like clocks, blah, 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 on and on. And I almost prevented myself from experiencing pleasure around saying yes to something that was exquisite, that was unique, that was very unlike me because that's not who I was. And instead of doing that, I allowed myself very, very effortlessly to have the permission to reimagine my beliefs and identity around that thing. And now I have this gorgeous Mora clock that sits in my house that I enjoy every single day. And was it a splurge? Yes. And am I so freaking glad that I did that? You bet you, because that clock is a reminder that I can reimagine any definition, any component of my identity at any time, and I can trust myself. And when I listen to what's in my heart and what I truly desire, that's when things fall into place. So what in the heck does this have to do 
with business, it has everything to do with business. I want you to look at what are you telling yourself isn't possible or that you don't deserve or that it's not your identity, but yet your desire is telling you something different. Your heart is telling you something different. Your intuition is telling you something different. I see this all the time with my clients. They come to me and they say, I want to scale my business whatever it is, insert, you know, podcast management business or my graphic design business. And really, after we start to uncover the layers and we work together for several months, it's like, actually, I think I want to reimagine this totally or a component of it. And I think I want to add in a coaching component, or I want to see myself as a consultant, or I want to actually start doing more public speaking or whatever the thing is. But this like, Reimagination is finally allowed out of the shackles and chains, and we start to put it into practice and into play. And so this is what I want for more people. This is what I desire for more women to allow to come into their lives with greater ease. And if this is speaking to your soul, I have a really special treat for you. I want to invite you to a masterclass that I'm hosting live, and it is literally called Reimagine Your Vision. And it's for getting that mindset and the tools and the strategies right there at your disposal for building a business that feels good to you and breaking down those stereotypes about starting over and those limiting beliefs that say you're going to be a fraud or you're wasting time or you're giving up X or if you do this, then this will happen. The bartering that happens, allowing you to be more empowered to say, I can be both. I can have it all. And to finally create that version of your business that feels really good and allows you to really love what you do. So I want you to join me in the Reimagine Your Vision Masterclass if if any piece of this podcast spoke to you. And this is an amazing opportunity to get access to me as a coach. I'm going to spend the first 45 minutes coaching and talking about how to do this, what it looks like. And then the second 45 minutes is going to be Q&A hot seat coaching where you're going to get your questions answered. So we're going to do this intimately in a private Zoom capacity and we'll be face to face and you will get to interact. It's going to be a very accessible price point. So if you're already in a program, you can invest in this. If you are strapped in terms of cash flow, you can invest in this. This is meant to be that infusion that you need to give yourself the permission, the tools, the mindset to reimagine and lean more into what feels good, whether it's buying the clock or deciding that maybe I do love old things in a way that feels good for me. So thank you for tuning in today. I will make sure that the link to the masterclass is in the show notes. You can also go to Melissa Froelich forward slash reimagine and sign up. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. One of my favorite things to do is teach live. So join me and let's reimagine what's possible for you. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.